0: This is Voice America Business. Welcome to the Quantum Leap Catalyst with Terry Astroviak. In the next hour, Terry and his guests discuss how to accelerate your business success and turn possibility into certainty. So turn up your speakers and hold on. Here's your host of the Quantum Leap Catalyst, Terry Astroviak.
1: Good morning, everybody. This is Terry Ostroviak, speaking to you from San Diego, in the United States. Uh, but, uh, it's not as sunny as it normally is here today, so we're going to have to make up with it with a really good show today. Our subject that we're going to be chatting about is called Peak Performance for Ourselves and Our Companies. And our guest is actually speaking to us today from Israel. His name is Ilan Rubenstein. He's a business coach, entrepreneur, business owner, been in business for over 38 years. He works with chief executives, presidents of companies, board chairmen of small businesses, as well as multinational companies. He works with uh, family-owned businesses. He's worked with military people, low and high-tech industries, public and privately-owned businesses, and coaches in groups or individually in different cultures and different languages. really a renaissance man. Uh, and very worldly. So let's welcome him today. His name is Ilan Rubenstein. Good morning, Ilan. Good afternoon. Hi, Terry. Good
0: morning or good evening at uh, my uh, part of the world.
1: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> today we're going to be talking about peak performance, and I think one of the ways that we should get started is by def- defining what peak performance is. How would people peak performance for themselves or for their companies?
0: Well, um, my definition is modified to give superior performance, not good, not very good, but excellent, superior, and not once, but every time. As one of my uh, clients uh, said to me once, when we talked and discussed what he wants to do, he said, I want to be like the telephone. I said, what do you mean by that? And he said... Every time I pick up the telephone, I know I can dial the easy line and I can get whatever I want. And I, in my management, in my company, in my uh, business, I want to be the same. I want to. I want to know that every time I do something, I'll be at my best. I'll be the superior performance. I'll give the superior performance. Okay, be at your best. It's interesting that people in
1: uh, in in. Uh, Let's say in the uh, theater world or in the show business world or in sports world, probably have that as a challenge for themselves all the time. How can I deliver at the moment that it's required the very best that I'm capable of?
0: Well, if, if we look at what management is, what is the definition of management, the, the, the simplest one is activate and motivate people to achieve results. So as an executive, you depend on people, depend on their skills, on their mood, on their experience, and so on and so on. So it's not only you, it's your people, and, and, and to modify uh, people and to uh, motivate people it's a, it's a complicated thing. And you need to do it very best every time. It's it's not an easy, it's a barrier. If you don't know how to do it, or it's not good enough, or or, or your mood that, that day is not good enough, or whatever.
1: Yeah, let's talk about that for a moment. When we're talking about if our mood at the moment is not as effective as it should be, or not at its peak at that moment, what effect does that have on our?
0: Definitely, when uh, when you are not at your peak, uh, people are looking up at you, and, and uh, if you are not at your peak, they will never be at their peak. You are an example for them. Uh, every, everything that you do, they are watching it, and, and they are waiting for you to tell them what to do and, and to show the way. So you need uh, to be very, very good every time you are in in, in in on the field. It's exactly like a basketball player, as you as you said before, basketball player and the NBA. They say that the basketball player is good as his last game, and no one looks at your whole career but your last game, and and that's how you define. The same is management, exactly the same. Right. So in a, in a sense,
1: what you're saying is that uh, we 're on show we 're under the under the spotlight under the microscope in fact, it really is under the microscope because people are watching every single movement movement and every single nuance that comes out of us. It means almost in a sense that if we're going to perform at our very peak and we need to get our people to see us as a model for operating at peak performance that we're that we have to understand that our persona at that moment has to be exactly what we expect it to be at our very best, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. we can't take the chance of being in a bad mood at work. It's almost like a show, in a sense. It might even sound like a certain amount of insincerity. Yes. So how do we how do we reconcile insincerity with um, with with the subject of peak performance?
0: You know what what you know what uh, management insanity is yes. management insanity is to keep doing what we always did and expect different results from what we always achieved because if we will keep on doing what we did, we will keep uh, having the same result so we will we, we need to be aware of that every moment we need to be aware of what we are doing, and we need to be aware of the results that we need to achieve. I mean, management today, maybe more than ever before, is based on results. And, and, and like, like in, in, in the field, in the basketball field or soccer field, or every, every other sport, results count, and, and the, even, even the, the income of the management today is based on their results. So they, can, they need to be very, very focused every minute. And um, that's a lot of work, of hard work to do. It sounds like a very
1: stressful experience being a manager. You're, you're probably frightening away some people who said, well, I'd love to go into management. I'd love to start my own business. And if you're saying that one of the criteria for effective performance is that I have to recognize that I'm on show constantly, Uh,
0: Mm -hmm. That's pretty demanding, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And and therefore, uh, people are looking today more than ever before for courses or for uh, 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 university degrees. And uh, some uh, some are looking for magics or goods. We look for something that will make us perform better at our peak and uh, that is why at many men consistently you said at our peak consistently
1: yeah. is, is what constantly I yes
0: yes excellent very good so where does
1: coaching come into the picture, well coaching,
0: then coaching uh, when we when we define coaching we say coaching helps people win coaching inspires an individual or team to achieve desired results or coaches Unleash the greatness in people, uh, and when you when you coach people, you you work with what they have. You don't teach anything. You work with what they have. First of all, second, you really uh, focus on their vision, on their dream, on on what they want to achieve, and you uh, uh, work with them to. Bring it out, and in in very very small details, so they can achieve it. And you work with them to achieve it.
1: And you—that's what you do, actually. Essentially, that's your. I mean, you've been in business. Um, you've, been, you've run businesses for uh, for many years. You have the experience uh, from your own from your own um, involvement in business, as well as now being in the so-called coaching field. When you talk, Ilan, today on on, on this show, uh, don't be hesitant for one moment to just say, this is what I do. This is not just everybody that does this. This is what you do. Okay. So when you say, okay, so you're coaching people, and I I noticed from the the stuff that you sent me that you've worked with business owners, you've worked with executives and top level managers. And you're you're very aware of the frustrating feelings that they have. That's Mm -hmm. one of the things that you mentioned in the information that you sent me. And some of the questions you you mentioned are things like, um, I know I can do better. Why don't I? I think Mm -hmm. I'm stuck. How can I get out of it? Is this the only way to do it? Are there any other ways? Am I doing the right thing? Should I do more of the same? Same. And very often, uh, one of the questions I imagine that you you find your people asking is, why am I not living up to my own highest expectations? So
0: I, I for, expectations. for example, I have a, a, a customer that I'm working with uh, in the last three years or so. Um, he is a very, very uh, experienced manager. He's very well educated, MBA um, from a very good university. He he had a very uh, good experience in resulting uh, that uh, that company that he was managing was a very successful company. Until one day, suddenly, out of nowhere, he started to be frustrated. And he didn't know why. He didn't understand what happened, what changed, where he was stuck suddenly. So we we started to uh, uh, analyze that, And, and we went back. Uh, in very much uh, details into what was the, uh, his his uh, successes, and we took one success and we analyzed it. Uh, who, when was that, and what was going on at that time in his life, and and uh, who said what, and, and so so and so forth, and uh, uh, while doing, uh, and back a process, a long process. It took us almost three weeks to do that. Not every day, but but uh, we worked on that uh, couple of times a week. Uh, uh, and when we, when he when he realized where what happened and where he was stuck, he suddenly flourished. He suddenly realized he can he can uh, uh, not doing something different than he was used to do until that time. And in other words, he was
1: he was doing fine, and then all of a sudden he lost something. Yes. And then you helped him by analyzing what he had done successfully previously to recognize what that was.
0: And by showing him different ways and by discussing if their ways is is better or not and, and right. other things like that.
1: Uh, Ilan, let me just
0: ask you a question. I just got a message uh,
1: to ask me. Could you just, uh, you may have your computer speakers on. Do you? Can you
0: turn them off? Your your speakers on your computer. Yeah, I did. Okay, good. But they said that you you said you were hearing a bit of
1: an echo and I think that probably would have
0: solved the problem. Okay, okay.
1: we've got um we we're gonna go into a break in a moment. Um so let's be back in a moment and we'll 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 discuss more of what you've been doing and, and how it works. Stay with us. Okay. Hi, everybody. This is Terry Ostroviak speaking to you from San Diego. Uh, We have our guest with us uh, who's speaking to us from Israel. His name is Ilan Rubenstein. He is an entrepreneur, business owner, and a business coach. And today we're talking about peak performance for ourselves and our company. Ilan, just before the break, was talking to us about one of his clients and how he went through an analysis of what was bothering his client at a certain stage in his business and he wants to talk to us or explain to us a little bit more about why this was even necessary. So continue,
0: Ilan. Okay. So uh, what what uh, makes uh, the thing difficult or more difficult is that managers, in, in top-level management especially, are very alone. Don't have um, maybe anyone to uh, discuss with or to share with their ideas. And and they are struggling with themselves most of the time. So what we need to do, what I need to do, is uh, uh, the main tool would be asking questions, a lot of questions, uh, and listen, 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 uh, and they will talk. They will they will give me a lot of information. I will learn their uh, way of making business. I will learn their way of thinking. Then I will help them to draw their vision. That's what you're doing, in fact. It's not just something that you will do. You actually are doing that. Yes, that's what I'm doing, yes. Yes. And and, and when you're
1: you're listening, what happens? What do you
0: find? Two things happens. First of all, he, when he speaks, when the manager speaks loudly, suddenly he has a lot of insights. Suddenly he realizes a lot of things that he didn't realise before. And and many times he speaks and the answer is there and he got the answer. You don't need right. any more than that. Okay. That's one thing that happens. The other so thing you So
1: you're a sounding board for for, for Yes. The yes. other problem exactly. is that we talk about we talk about um, management. Sometimes we have a tendency to think of management in male terms and not necessarily female terms. And it's probably true to say that women do talk with one another more easily than men do. Men, uh, I don't know what it is, maybe our makeup doesn't allow us generally to talk freely with other men about uh, things that are bothering us. So I suppose you provide that sounding board for them.
0: I would agree up to a point, because for instance I have now uh, 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 a business that I'm working with. Uh, the president of the business is a woman. Very successful. She was uh, running the business for the last 10 years in a very, very successful way. And suddenly, she's stuck. Suddenly, she is not in focus. And and she's not she's not speaking enough to people. I mean, even for me... To to sit with her and 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 listen to her, it was a very very hard job to unleash the 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 the, the things out of her uh, to list to, to to make her talk about uh, what what what's happening and what's going on in her business because she was so successful and she 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 was why would she that, was why would being successful stop her
1: from talking freely about it.
0: Because uh, she said to herself uh, for a very long time, uh, I can overcome it. I did it before. I have been there many times. Ilan,
1: I'm just going to interrupt for a moment. We have a caller on the line, from, I think from Israel. His name is Ronnie, and uh, he wants to ask some questions. Are you there, Ronnie?
2: Uh, my name is Ronnie Han, H-A-H-N. Uh, actually, I don't want to ask Elan because I have the privilege of asking Elan once a week when we meet on a regular... Oh, you want to Okay. So this is my privilege, asking Elan uh, various questions. What I wanted to do is compliment Elan, first of all, on this very, very interesting interview. Uh, that quite a lot of uh, Israelis listening to this interview right now. I know it for sure. But Ilan uh, oh, is, uh, is doing a tremendous, tremendous uh, work here with various personalities I know personally. And, and I decided I have to break in and let all you people know and your listeners as well. Thank, Thank you, Lonnie. You. What, what do you do exactly? Uh, till the outbreak of the last intifada, I was the managing director of the... Marketing program of the casino in Jericho. Actually, that's the only casino in the Middle East which did a turnover of roughly $800,000 a day. Wow. And uh, 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 Elan gave me various uh, new angles uh, of life uh, since I met him. Thank you, Ronnie.
1: Thank you very much for calling in, Ronnie. I really appreciate it. Keep on listening.
2: All the very best to you, people, and Ilan. You Thank better you. keep the good work. Thank you, <laughs> Thanks, Ronnie. Nice course. <laughs> <laughs>
1: of course. Any time you get support from, from your clients, that's <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, And you had obviously had a very big job, and you obviously made a, a, di- a difference for him. So continue that that discussion that we're having again now.
0: So, so she
1: reason, was... while while we're we doing this, let me just say this one thing very very importantly, folks. If you want to call in, whether you're overseas, if you're overseas, in other words, outside of the United States and you want to call in, the number is, uh, for the United States, one 480 480-643-5430. If you're in the United States and you want to ask a question, the number is a, a toll-free number, it's one eight. By all means, call in love to hear from you. Carry on, uh, Yolanda. So
0: she was very successful for a long time, and suddenly something happened, and she wasn't uh, uh, as successful as before. But she had that, that uh, um, attitude that she, she, would, she would overcome it. She did it before many times. Why, she, why wouldn't she do it now? And it took a long time. And, uh, and many, many friends talked to her about it until she realized she needs help. And then we met, and 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 it took us about uh, five sessions until she was really coming out with with the, with the problems, with uh, with the difficulties, with the frustration. And then we decided, discussed it, and and I supported her, and uh, and and because she was so successful, there was a lot of things that I could compliment on her, and 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 she started to get back her her confidence, and she knew what to do, and all I did was show her. There was nothing very
1: spectacular here at all, in fact.
0: No, not right. really.
1: Yeah.
0: Until a point, and it happened last week, that suddenly she felt she might be making a breakthrough. Now, I don't know if, if it will really come or not. It will be uh, remain to see. And probably next week or the, the other week, uh, we will work on that. But she's now at, at a different point. She she's back in in focus, and she knows exactly what to do and where to go, and and uh, and she feels much better. What you did? In
1: fact, you just kept her on track, or brought her back on track again.
0: In her case, yes. Now we do another thing. Now we 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 what we do is is uh, putting in front of her a scoring board. Like yeah. in the, in a in a basketball in a basketball field. You obviously love basketball. <laughs> you love I I'm, <laughs> you know that I love basketball. <laughs> of course. I watch it every uh, opportunity it's I sure have. Got. <laughs> but uh, really, the basketball you've is it's a school it's card. You've got a school card for her. It's a so school card and a, t- and a and a time uh, or if you want to call it a results map. Okay. Something that she n- n- didn't have before, and and now while having that, and she created it. I helped her, but she created it. Okay. And now she has that. She can she can really and uh, know where to go, and and exactly what to do, and she knows exactly what she needs to do in order to win.
1: Very good. So That's a large degree as a coach, as opposed to a counselor or a psychologist or a or um, an advisor, there's not so much of that going on as much as you asking a lot of questions and allowing people to express what's, what's happening in their minds and helping them to move forward by by verbalizing what it is that's bothering them most of the time. And, and, and I imagine that most of these people in, in positions like that do not have opportunities to speak to people that they can trust. Correct. They can't talk to Correct. their staff. They can't talk to their spouses. Uh, they can't talk to their children about stuff like this. So they bottle it up, and, and there must be a lot of anxiety that comes in to their lives. Correct.
0: Correct. Correct. If if uh, we look into counseling, as counseling is is, I would say, problem solving uh, directed at personal issues that are affecting or have the potential to affect performance. So okay. it's 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 giving advice, and I don't give advice very often. Uh, uh, what I'm doing is just asking questions, helping to draw out what they say, and and seldomly I I, I donate some advice. Ilan, we're going into
1: a break now, and we'll come back after after the break, and we'll talk more about this exercise about the exercise of coaching the people. Hey, okay. Hi everybody, this is Terry Ostroviak, speaking to you from San Diego. My guest uh, is Ilan Rubinstein. He's talking to us from Tel Aviv in Israel and we're talking about peak performance for ourselves and our companies and he's been giving us some examples as to some of the things that he does to help executives in organizations uh, to reach higher levels. So let's talk a little bit about that now, Ilan. Let's okay. talk about not necessarily... Uh, in, in the coaching area about uh, problems that people have, but people who are focused on achieving levels that they hadn't previously achieved. Do you oh have right. examples of people who have done that with
0: you? Yes, I have few examples of that, for, uh, of
1: course. No, tell us about one.
0: I'll tell you about a guy uh, that he was a, a general manager of a, a pretty large company, and one day he decided that uh, he don't want to be there anymore, but he wants to uh, make money for his own. And he loved the company. And he, he started a small company for himself. And, and he was very frustrated. And uh, he called me, and we met, and we talked. And uh, what, what happened was... What was bothering him? That uh, suddenly the big general manager is having three people instead of uh, four hundred people, uh, and he, okay. he and he couldn't couldn't really cope with it with the new situation.
1: Why? What was bothering him about it? Surely three is a lot easier than hundreds.
0: Yes, but he was he was working so hard to become a general manager for so many years. Right. And and he he, he 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 left it because he decided to leave it not because any right. other reason, right? But he didn't realize what would be the the next morning, and telling yeah. me he was there, and 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 he couldn't he couldn't cope with it. So we we had a few talks, and he decided he wants to work with me, and we started I started to work with him, uh, 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 focusing on on the business, focusing on what. He needs to do and not what on the on the thoughts and on the emotions, right? And and while doing that, he he getting he was started to getting back his energy, and and he has what I call an alicat. He was he really was wasn't so well educated as as other general manager was, but he was (laughs) his his senses was great. He was really really going out there and and conquer the market. Yeah. And and he lost that. And wh- when we started to work on that and and focusing on the on the on the on the thing that was strong and leaving out the, 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 the weaknesses Right. Uh, he suddenly as I said getting back the energy and he was he was flourishing and he in a no time in less than less than a year uh, he built an organization, a very, very well uh, 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 operated organization, uh, and he is doing great. I mean, he he's making more money now than ever before.
1: So that was one of his objectives: was this feel the feeling that he wanted to make money for himself rather than just for his organization. And, uh, probably, you know, I think there are a lot of people in big businesses that often wonder to themselves whether they couldn't run their own show. And uh, in, a, in this sense, you're saying that he, this is exactly what he did. He was able to make the transition.
0: He was. He took time, but he yes. did it. But he did it and did it very, very nicely. So once again, but when we talk about peak performance, what happened
1: in the coaching area that helped him to reach a higher level of performance?
0: he was he was uh, concentrating on his frustration he was concentrating on, on, on the past he was concentrating on the emotions that he left there in the in the in the big job in the big position right and we have to get rid of that first of all okay Different mind it completely yes then we have to 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 uh, 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 create a new a new way in which he needed to do things that, as a general manager, he didn't do. Other people did it for him, right? right. Taking out the telephone and call people, yes. or go to meetings, and 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 or or driving the car or whatever. Things that simple things that he forgot long time ago. <laughs> and when he started to do it, when, when when he really focused on doing it instead of the emotions. That was the big break, The breakthrough, and and then months later, when we when we when we discussed and, and we wanted to analyze and see exactly what was the 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 breaking point. He was talking about it one day that we were sitting in a in a coffee shop. It was about one o'clock at at, at, the, at the morning, and and he was. Very very tired, and, and we, the, the the reason for it, for him being tired was that at that day he did about seven different presentations of of okay. the of the product that he did. He never did it before. He, he did once a week, and that's it. Only seven on one day. He said he was exhausted, but that was a breakthrough because he. He, he He got back the 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 energy the, he got back the 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 power he got back the the confidence in himself and okay. that's and what a back breath will so in a different environment yeah. and so
1: in a sense it sounds like to a large degree what you were able to do was to get into start focusing on the presence and what was coming up rather than what he was doing previously. Because mm-hmm. he couldn't get himself out of, um, out of out of a mindset of a privileged situation that he was in, where he could just um, he could rely on a lot of other people to do some of the things that he should have been doing.
0: Yeah. Is that, is that what happened? Yes, exactly, exactly, okay. exactly. Good. And 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 I want to make make one thing clear: I wasn't doing it for him. Yes, I mean, no. That, and then it like in in the in the in the basketball field, I was the coach outside the field. He was the player on the field right. What I did was coaching him on the field from outside right by talking to him by asking questions by by uh, uh, complimenting him by supporting him and by by making sure that he was focusing on the vision on on his own vision that that he created. Yes, in a sense, I suppose, then
1: coaching, the kind of coaching that you're doing, almost is like a mirror that you hold up to people and uh, help them to see themselves in a in a more realistic light. Sometimes, I suppose it's like playing golf, for instance. Um, you know, we start making mistakes. We don't realize that we're standing badly or maybe we're not swinging the way that we did previously because we just can't see ourselves doing that and then maybe a coach or somebody, if they stuck up a mirror or a video of us, we suddenly see, oh my goodness, look at what I'm doing right now. And that's the the role that you were playing for him. I think, I wonder if people realize that that coaching element works that way. The fact that the coach um, leads people on their own agendas doesn't actually come in with their own agendas. It's not the coach's agenda, it's the client's agenda that counts here. That's
0: very good. (laughs) Unfortunately, I don't think so.
1: They I don't realize
0: it. I don't think so. No, no, they don't. I mean, they start to realize it after uh, two or three sessions that we have, not before that. And and people that don't meet with coaches never realize it. No, they yes. don't
1: know. That, and and, and the, the realization is that they have to do it, That that our job as coaches is to help them to work on their own agendas, not on the clients, not on the coach's agenda. It's so easy to say, "Okay, you're like my father in a sense, or you're like my mother, and you'll take over that role for me, and uh, I'll just, I'll just take uh, advice from you, and that'll do it." And you, you—that's really not what you're doing.
0: Yes, <coughs> as you, as you mentioned once, it's it's an adult adult relationship.
1: Yes, uh, it
0: really is uh,
1: in the best sense of the word. Yes. So the power still resides in the client, and that's uh, vitally important. I think, I think a lot of people sometimes get frightened by uh, the, the idea of coaching because they feel they should be doing it on their own, and they don't want any help. But in fact, uh, it's not as though the coach is taking over the power of the client. They're not doing that at all. They're just helping them to focus on the things that they do really well and get them to do it more often,
0: more consistently. It comes out from their experience that people they, they were the, the frightening them. And, right. and they don't realize that the coach doesn't have any ego. The coach doesn't fire them. The coach doesn't uh, uh, works with only with their agenda. But yeah, they yeah. realize it only after they start to uh, to work with the coach. Unfortunately,
1: right. So the questions that you posed right at the very beginning, um, and and the stuff that we originally decided would be the focus of the show, uh, said things like, "What is peak performance?" or "How performance after asking themselves these vital questions. So your stock in trade really is asking questions. We'll come back after the break. We're going to summarize some of the things that you do um, in in getting people to peak performance. So let's go into a break now and we'll be back and will the listeners please stay with us. Hi everybody. This is Terry Ostroviak, speaking to you from San Diego. We're talking with Ilan Rubenstein who actually is talking to us from Tel Aviv in Israel. And he is a very accomplished peak performance coach in the business area. And uh, we've been talking about how we raise our level and so we'll finalize our show today in the final quarter of the, of the program and talk briefly about some of the steps that uh, coaching or that he as a coach has been able to implements some of the ideas and some of the techniques or some of the systems that he's been able to introduce that have brought people up to a higher level. Ilan, let's just go through some of the steps that would be important for people to go from, let's say, a normal level up to a peak performance level. What do they have to be doing?
0: Developing? Okay. Number one, work on your mode control. mood control. Mood control. Yeah, mood right. control. You, you know that You should come every day to the office with high mood. Eh, 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 Don't let yourself down. Work on it. Be aware of that. And you
1: you as a coach, obviously, implement that. I mean, we can hear even on a telephone call where people are feeling a little bit down or whether they're feeling excited.
0: Exactly. Immediately. Immediately. Right. Second one is think clear. By by, one of the ways to think clear is uh, uh, to have exactly uh, uh, the, the results that you need to achieve. Write it down. Be so that's you. what you as a coach
1: would do. You help people to clarify the results that they're going to achieve. Yes. And, uh, and help them to define it and then document it and verbalize it. Also.
0: Yes, yes.
1: And do you and find sometimes people, people don't even have those things. They Most so of they the time they don't have, they have, have
0: it. it. Most of the time they don't have it. Right. And not only the, the results that you need to achieve, but the way to achieve it. Because there are many ways to achieve it. For instance, I had a client for for about three years or four years that was uh, uh, thinking very, very clearly, uh, but, but he didn't know he had the results, but he didn't have the ways how to achieve it. And once we worked on the way to achieve it. One of the things that he did was moving out from the position of the of the president of the company and bringing in somebody else because he wasn't good enough uh, uh, doing the way. Yeah, and, he right. yes. and, and he realized it. And he took another role in the company, and the company is flourishing. Now, it took many, many uh, sessions and, and uh, years to, to him... To uh, uh, do that, but but finally rec- he had
1: to recognise that he wasn't the right person in that
0: role. Yes, yes, he's still the yeah. owner of the company, he's, but the company does much better today than than he did before. Yeah, it's those it's those kinds of <laughs>
1: insights. I believe that are the big breakthroughs from the coaching experience. Is yeah. that uh, you know we may in the back of our minds have doubts about uh, being in a particular position, but not really sure how we can change that and whether it's true in fact. And I suppose when we're talking to a coach and verbalising those fears, then all of a sudden um, it becomes easier to work out a plan and, how, and work out how we can put
0: it into effect. Definitely,
1: very good. I mean, so I, I, I'm, I'm,
0: uh, to talk to people about your thoughts, your fears, your your uh, uh, dreams, your vision, verbalise it, verbalise it, verbalise it. It's so important. I cannot is said enough times. It's so important. And, and if you talk to a professional about it, it's even much better. But if not, talk to other people that you rely on, that right. you have trust in, and, and, and verbalize it. So the, so, steps, so the steps
1: we're taking are, are things like learning how to verbalize. I remember once uh, a saying that uh, somebody uh, shared with me at one time that made a huge difference. They said that action lives on the tongue. Mm-hmm. And that what we verbalize becomes the reality. That's what becomes the doing part or the action that we take. When we don't verbalize it, it probably isn't clear. And so I hear you saying many times in, in our discussion this morning and this, this yeah. evening for you. Yeah. Um,
0: most we, we most we people think, uh, the thinking of the most of the people is, is soggy. and And it clarifies only when you verbalize it. Okay, good, good for you. So that's a vital
1: part of the process. The other thing is being in the right frame of mind constantly. That would be a second vital element that we need to introduce. And then you mentioned a scoreboard. Let's just briefly talk about what do you mean by scoreboard?
0: It means that you write down the exact results that you need to achieve. So that's the documenting of the result. Documenting it with a timetable. Okay. So and you know every time, every minute, you know. Every minute it, it's many duration, but every day, every every week, every month, you know what you need to do in order to win in your game. Because okay. it's, it's all about winning.
1: And it's about focusing on the results that we need to achieve.
0: Yes, yes. That's exactly. what you're suggesting. Exactly.
1: And being clear on those things. It's true. I, I imagine that people get up and gets um, involved in the hurly-burly of the business and then don't realize that uh, this is what they have to do. Yeah, so got, um, yeah, that's vitally important. So in order to run a successful business, we need to be very, very focused on things like that. Anything else, Elon? Yes. Uh, uh,
0: the, the, the one thing that I would, uh, I would think is the, the most important is to put it in front of your eyes as your goal to be in a superior performance every day. Just write it down on the wall or put something in your diary or put something on, on your desk to remind yourself you need to be superior at in your our performance. performance. Yes, yes.
1: Right. not yes. superior as a person, but superior in our performance.
0: Yes, and and, and and when you when you put it in front of your eyes and you see it every day and and, and it comes back to you, you will do things about it. You will
1: do. And things what about, about sharing it. it with other people in our
0: business? If you are not in a small business, of course you will share it with your with your uh, team. You will share it. But but uh, my belief is that first of all you need to work it within yourself. Right. And, and that, been,
1: that's been very, very helpful. Um, I'm afraid we, you know, in a few moments we're going into a close, and I just want to um, just wrap up what we've been talking about today. The idea of using a professional business coach to take us up to a new level, one that we wouldn't be able to do on our own, has been very obvious today, and uh, mm-hmm. we very much appreciate having you on the show
0: Thank and so
1: outline from your and coaching background, how, how you go about it. And actually, I think that the essence of what you were saying is that these are two or three very simple things that can easily be implemented. It's really not rocket science that we're talking about over here. But obviously, Nothing. you've got to be the right mix, the right chemistry between the coach and the client. Oh, yeah, Very important. Very, Thanks very so important. much for being with us. Next, next week, folks, we are, we're going to be talking about the implementation of the plan probably very often what occurs is that we do have a plan we do have the goals but we don't implement it as well our guest next week is talking to us from South Africa actually his name is Peter Thomas and he will be talking to us about the implementation of the plan and how we can make sure that that really works for us and for our clients So stay with us and be with us next week at exactly the same time that we've been on today. Love to listen to you. Goodbye, Ilan, and uh, we'll see you all next week.
0: Thank you, Billy.